0: What is freaking up you guys? Happy Tuesday. I'm back. This is, I think, I think this is the third episode. So like, wow, okay. Making progress. Three weeks in. Wow, okay. I feel like I've said that a billion times already. So this is going to be the long-awaited story that was crazy, insane. I have no words. I don't even know how to describe fully to the extent, like, I, I don't think I can accurately portray exactly everything that went down in this story, but I'm gonna try because it was hilarious, it was funny, and I want to share it with literally everybody because I think it's the funniest thing in the world. So, I'm gonna have my notes pulled up because I literally wrote a five page book so that I would remember everything. So, I'm gonna have that pulled up while I read this off and while I tell you all this story because this was truly. The One of the top five biggest adventures in my entire life. And I feel like everyone that went on this adventure with us um, can agree. Definitely, hands down. One of the craziest top five adventures of our lives. So, I'm going to get this pulled up and we're going to start the story. Because this all happened on Saturday night. And I kind of posted a teaser on my Instagram if you saw it. Um, We're going to call this episode The Great Greek Mafia Restaurant Adventure. And I'm getting very, um, we were getting a lot of um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding vibes in this story, which you will probably catch on to very quickly, but I'm going to start by just going into the story. Let's just talk about the story, okay? And this will have a lesson at the end, so I promise there will be a lesson, but for now, here's with the story. So, this all happened on Saturday night, and we're going to back up a week before that, because my boyfriend and I, Michael, we had decided that... We wanted to go downtown with a bunch of our friends, hang out, get some food, take some pics on the bridge, and um, go get some cookie dough after. We were like, this is going to be great. Love this. This is going to be the best adventure of our lives. And we were really excited. Um, unfortunately, last minute, all of the people that we were kind of planning on going with were like, oh, we won't be able to make it. We can't go. Like It was, it was, it was unfortunate. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason, which you're going to learn very quickly in this story. So we were kind of bummed, but we were like, you know what? We're still going to go. We'll still have fun. Blah, 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 blah. And then Michael's like, hey, what if we have like a hangout, kind of like a double date with our other friends, um, Nylea and her boyfriend Jeremy? And we were like, yeah, wait, that sounds like super fun. I was like, that's a really good idea. So he texts Nylea. He's like, hey, you want to go downtown, get some food, take some pics, go get some cookie dough, dessert? blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, that sounds super fun. I'm So down. And so we have it all planned. This all was all planned on Friday night, literally Friday, the day before. So it was very spontaneous. And we were like, okay, everything's going, everything's good again. Like we're good. We're going to have some fun. We're going to take pics, get some food, get some cookie dough, go back to my house and watch a movie. And that was going to be our night. When I tell you that this is the farthest from what our night was going to be, it it was so so different. So different. In a good and very um, traumatic way. <laughs> I feel like everyone that was there can can vouch for me on the traumatic part. But okay, I feel like I've hyped this up and you guys are like, okay, okay, come on, Emily, tell the story, tell the story, come on. So okay, I'll tell the story. So, Michael and I we drive, we get down there, and I would just like to mention, I don't even think Nailea and Jeremy knew this but I was actually very anxious to hang out with them. I have anxiety, which I'll talk about in another episode, but I was anxious to meet them because I was like, I've never really hung out with Jeremy before. I don't really know him. Nylea, I was cool with her, but I was like, this is like so much pressure. Like it's a double date. We're going to like be in each other's space for like a couple hours. Like, and I don't really like, I don't know. Like I was just super anxious. So I'm telling Michael all of this and he's like, Hey, it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be super fun. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. Like, we'll see. And so I was excited, but I was anxious. So we're sitting in the car waiting for them to get there. They were going to be a little late. So we're just sitting in the car and we're like, okay, well, let's start thinking of restaurants that we want to go to. And at first we were like, well, we want to, well, we want to go to City Cafe. So I look it up and it was like a miles walk away from us, like a 38 minute walk. And I'm like, ah, mm. No, and we didn't want to drive because downtown traffic can be awful, and parallel parking, the worst. Parking garages are just a no. So we're like, okay, that's not that's not something we can do. So then we're like, well, what about Panera? Panera closes at three in the afternoon. That is so stupid. At least the one we wanted to go to. So we're like, okay, well, what about Tony's Pasta Shop? And we were like, okay, yeah, yeah, this could be a good option. But apparently they had a really long wait time. So we're like, okay, well, we're screwed because we didn't know where else to go and so we're like okay i'm like well what about this nice little greek restaurant called opa we could go there like i was there four years ago with this like college summer camp i was in and they paid for everything and we just sat there and we ate the food that they brought us and it was super fun and michael was like Well, i'm not sure if i like greek or not um apparently he got greek and mediterranean mixed up but he was like i don't know if i like greek Well, so I was just like, okay, well, we'll just keep looking, but let's just wait until Nailea and Jeremy get here. So he's like, okay, we'll wait. So they get there a few minutes later, we get out of the car and we're like, okay, I have no idea where we're eating. We have no idea. And I bring up the Greek restaurant again. I'm like, well, there is this really good family owned Greek restaurant that we could go to if we wanted to. The food's pretty good. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, Greek sounds good. Greek sounds really good. And Michael's like, oh yeah, okay, we can try it because he doesn't like Mediterranean. He likes Greek. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, well, let's go. So we start walking, and I'm like, I know how to get there. We're gonna be good. We're gonna be great. And so we're walking, and I Leo points out this other um, vegan restaurant. She's like, Oh my word, I've been there. Like that place has some really good food too, and it doesn't taste like grass. And I'm like, Oh okay, well yeah, I'm so down. We can go there instead. That's fine. Cause I was like, I was just pretty much like, I just want to eat wherever uh, at this point. So. I was like, yeah, totally. So I was like fully fully, 100% ready to just go over there, but nobody else followed. Nobody else was like, okay, let's go. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll still go to Opa. So we walk, we walk, we walk, we get there. And the first thing that you notice about this place is it looks like an authentic family-owned Greek restaurant because it's literally in a huge city. It's this tiny little house tucked into all of these other buildings And it just has the cute little name Opa on the top. Like, if you weren't looking for this place, you would not find it. Um, But it's super cute. So we get there. We're like, oh, okay, this is super cute. This is just like I remember. And we go around the side. We go into the door. And our first warning sign should have been that the front door wouldn't close after we all walked in. And I mean, I know that sounds stupid. But once you hear the rest of the story, you'll be like, okay, yeah, you guys had some signs when you first walked in. So we walk in. Michael's Trying to shut the door behind him, and he's like, "Guys, the door won't shut, and we're like, Just leave it and so we 're all standing there, and it's literally a house like we are standing in the little opening, and all of a sudden this head this girl's head pokes out the side of this uh entryway, and she's like, Do you guys have a reservation and we're like, No, do we need one And she just goes, Maybe, and she disappears. No explanation, nothing. Keeping in mind, these people have heavy Greek accents. So it's also kind of just this whole story is going to be us trying to understand what they're saying as well. But she pokes her head back. Uh she she leaves. She's gone. And a few minutes later, we're like should we just go somewhere else? Like should we just leave and like go somewhere else because like if we need a reservation, we didn't make one. And we're like getting ready, maybe we should just go when this Greek guy comes out. And he has a thick Greek accent and He's older, he's probably like early 50s, mid 50s, somewhere around there. He pokes his head out and he goes, and I quote, are you guys hungry? And we were like so thrown off. We're like, what? Because, okay, here's a little bit of a backstory for this. None of us were really that hungry. None of us. We went in there, not very hungry at all. We were just kind of like, oh, we just want like a little something, like maybe 12 $13, and then go get cookie dough. That was what we were planning. But he says that, and all of our responses are, yeah, yeah, we are, yeah. And so he's like, Okay, do you want to sit inside or outside? And we had just walked like a quarter of a mile, it was freezing outside, we're like, we want to sit inside. So he's like, okay. So he takes us to this little area, and it kind of just looks like a big living area, and it has stone flooring, and I'm trying to paint the picture. It has brick wall, it has a bunch of Greek paintings and a bunch of Greek sculptures and stuff all over the place, it's got some curtains, it's got a Greek flag, it's got, it's got all, all of this. It literally looks like you walked into an older person's Greek home in Greece, literally feels like you're in Greece. And that's the first thing we noticed. Second thing was, he sat us down, and the way that our booths were set up were in like a U. There were like four different booths in like a U shape. And we got on the very end, and our booth was facing all the others. All the others. So anyone who was in front of us, we could literally see them talk. We could see them eat. We could see everything. So we were like, okay, all right, cool, whatever. So we're sitting there, and the old guy's like, how old are you? And we have to go, oh, oh, he's asking us about alcohol. So we're like, okay, we're underage. Jeremy's like, but Jeremy wasn't. And he, he was just like, Oh, I don't want anything. Like, for real, I'm good. I don't need anything. He's like, No, I bring you the best wine we have. And he's like, No, 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 really, I'm good. And (laughs) he's like, Okay. And he mumbles something to the waiter that we couldn't understand. He just mumbles something about pomegranates. And we're like, Okay, okay, cool. So we're just sitting there. We're just chilling. And all of a sudden, the waiter just comes back and he has all of our drinks and he sets them down and then he, like, flips out um, this fancy lighter and he lights a candle at the table and we're like, thank you. And he just disappears. They were very good at disappearing. It threw us off so many times. But anyway, so he disappears. We're like, all right, what else? So we start drinking our juice and it was very like watery pomegranate juice we found. Like it kind of just tasted like it was water with a little bit of pomegranate juice in it, but it was actually very good, like surprisingly good. And something you're going to learn very quickly in this story is Michael, was the staple pomegranate juice guy. He loved the pomegranate juice. He was pomegranate juice guy. Concerned about the pomegranate juice, nothing else the entire time we were there. So he's just chugging the pomegranate juice. And we start thinking, we're just sitting there and it's been a couple minutes. We haven't been given any menus. We haven't been given any prices. We don't know what we're getting to eat. And so we, we're, we like kind of thought that was weird. We're like, maybe we should be asking like for menus or something. But we, we didn't know. Like we, just, we had no idea how this was going to work. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to check the reviews. And I'm just going to see and make sure that we're, we're going to be okay here. So I'm checking the reviews. I'm reading some of them. And then I come to this one review, and it's like, such good food, such a nice environment. And it was only $70 per person. per person! I read that. My eyes bugged out. My heart started beating faster than it has ever beat before. And I was like, guys, we need to go. And Eileen and Jeremy, they're like, what? And I show them my phone, and they're like, yeah, we need to go. And Michael's just chugging his pomegranate juice. Like, guys, what about the juice? And we're like, does not matter at this point. We need to go before the food comes out. Because now we've realized this is why we didn't get menus. This is why, because they're just making the food and bringing it out to us for $70. That's insane. Like we like we'll we'll get into that. But okay. So, we're all standing up. We're flustered. We're grabbing all of our things. We're like, guys, we need to go before the food comes out. We're standing up. Michael's just trying to chug his pomegranate juice, so it was ridiculous. And we stand up, we're filing out because we wanted to go talk to this guy and be like, "Hey, we just want a confirmation on how much this is going to cost us." And so we we literally bolt out of that booth. We go down to the front where we had come in and we catch the guy and we're like, "Hey, Jeremy's like, how much is this going to cost? And this is when they start smiling. And this this was kind of our sign that we were screwed. Because he starts smiling. And the girl starts smiling. And he looks at us and he's like, $75 per person. And we're like, oh, $5 more than we thought. And the worst part is, uh, or maybe not the worst part, but the most, like, the funny, one of the funny parts was, Um, we're like, well, we can't exactly afford that. We're broke college students. We were kind of expecting a cheaper meal. Um, but so we're fine. We can go and we'll pay for the drinks and we'll just go. And the guy looks at us and he's like, no, no, I want to explain to you why it costs this much. And we're like, no, 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 really. We'll just go. And He's like, no, I want you to understand why it costs this much. So we're like, okay. So he starts going on. About how the oil is handmade in Greece and the feta is handmade and homemade in Greece, and how all the ingredients are fresh and homemade, and it takes time. And since we ordered the vegetarian special, there's more to it. There's more vegetables to cook, and blah, blah 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 blah. And he goes on about that, and he finishes and he's like, "How much were you want? How much were you expecting to spend?" And Jeremy's like, "Oh, you know, maybe like thirteen, fifteen dollars a person." And he's like what? And he starts going off about the ingredients again. And he's like, the feta is handmade in Greece and the oil is handmade and the ingredients are fresh. And we're like, yes, we get that. And we'll just go. Like, we'll pay for the drinks and we'll just go. He's like, no, i make you a deal. And at this point, we just kind of wanted to go. We were just kind of embarrassed. We were like, you know what? We just want to go. We'll go somewhere else. Like, we feel like we've caused enough trouble. We don't want the Greeks to hate us. We're like, let us just go. But he's like, no, i make you a deal. And we're like, oh boy. And I understand my Greek accent's just terrible, but like, it's the only thing I've got right now. So just bear with me here, okay? So he's like, no, I'll make a deal. So he looks at us and he's like, $15 a person. And we're like, what? And he's like, and you give me a review on Google. And we're like, okay. And he's like, and you don't have to do a good review. I just want a review. I want an honest review. Because if I let you leave, you give me two stars and you haven't even tried the food, but if I let you stay for 15 per person and you try the food, then I get honest review, and it can be bad, it can be good, if you don't like the food, you don't even pay, and we're like, what, like, this guy is for real, and this is how you know it was an authentic Greek family-owned restaurant, because normally in, like, a corporate business or in a chain, this would not have happened, this was authentic, this was Greek, they were literally true Greeks because they were so friendly. They were so inviting. They were literally just there to serve us. They were literally just there to let us experience their culture, which, thinking back on this experience, was so nice. So nice of them. Highly recommend this place. But that's, that'll be at the end. Um, so we're like, okay, we like hesitantly agree because we're like, we've re- we realized that we're not going to be allowed to leave until we've tried the food. So we file back, and then while we're filing back, he's like, and I bring you little samples of the wine. And we're like, no, 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 really, it's fine. He's like, no, I bring it, you just tell nobody. And we're like, no, 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 really, really, it's okay, we're good. We don't want to take your wine. And he's like, okay. So, like, he, he finally, I think we, he gave up on that, but we were still a little paranoid. So every time the pomegranate juice got refilled, from then on, we were kind of convinced that the, that the pomegranate juice was spiked. Um, because we also learned that during this whole experience, all of us kind of respond to trauma through laughing and giggling and, and it was just kind of a shared experience that we were all laughing the entire time, which made us think maybe the wine was spiked, maybe the juice was spiked because we were so giggly. This was just a trauma response, but it's okay. So anyway, so we sit back down and at this point we're like, they hate us. They hate us. We're stuck here. We're trapped here. They hate us. And it is at this very moment where we are like freaking out, we've sat down, we're just chilling, we're stuck there, that this huge, huge, oh my word, when I say huge, I mean huge. Huge, moto-moto-sized Greek guy walks past us. He walks past our table. And he looks like he's from the mafia. So we look, we see him, and we're like, guys, we're in a Greek mafia. Like, what have we gotten ourselves into? So we're freaking out. Like, partially, it's a joke. The other part's like, he called reinforcements, we're going to die tonight. So we're just kind of silently accepting our fate at this point. Like, oh my word, the mafia's here. We're going to have to, we're, they're, they're spiking our drinks, so we're going to be buzzed. And all of this stuff, we're like freaking out. We are freaking out so much. And the, the big, big Greek mafia guy just goes into this courtyard eating area. He sits down and he just stares. And we're like, okay, we're going to die. And then the owner, the guy that we were talking to before that made us the deal, he goes over and sits next to the guy. And they just start smoking and talking. And we start freaking out. Meanwhile, our waiter comes over. And this is when Jeremy decides, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. And so he talks to the waiter. He's like, hey, uh, where is your bathroom? And the waiter looks at him, looks him dead in the eye. And he's like, there's one in the front, and there's one in the back. And he just walks away. He just walks away. And that freaked us out even more, because we're like, why, why won't he just, like, stay and just kind of tone it down before walking away? But no, there's one in the front, there's one in the back, and then he's gone. So this is something you're going to have to get used to in this story, because they always, they always talk, and they always answer your questions, but as soon as their time is done, they're gone. They are gone, and you will never see them again until they come back. So Jeremy's like, okay, so he goes to the small bathroom in the front, because this one is smaller. He comes back with a full report, pictures of the bathroom, and he's like, guys, that's, that, this bathroom's pretty cozy. It's pretty nice. And we're like, okay, all right, cool, good review. But he does go on to say, but the stall doesn't lock. It has a chain link, but it's not like other chain links where it, like, actually holds. Someone could literally just open the door and the chain would slide right out. So he's like, I was just kind of hoping that nobody would walk in. So... We're like, "Okay, cool. Fun." So, we're chilling. We've heard the bathroom review. Michael's chugging his juice. Me and Lelia are still kind of freaking out. And then they bring us our what we thought was appetizer and entree. And we're like, "Okay, this isn't too bad." Keeping in mind we're still not that hungry, and we're talking these are giant plates. Giant plates of food. So we're like, "Okay." Okay, cool. So, each of us we this is kind of like a self-serve share platter. So we all just kind of take a section and we start eating and it's good. It's like really good food. You can definitely taste the oil. It's definitely very, very good. The feta is amazing. Everything was so good. And we were, we were starting to enjoy ourselves a little bit. We were trying, we starting to relax a little bit, but in the back of our minds, we were telling each other, we we're like, we have to finish this food. Like we cannot leave a speck of food on this plate because we have to make sure that they know we enjoyed it. But at the same time, they have to know that we didn't enjoy it too much because we were afraid if they knew that we enjoyed it too much, they would make us stay and we'd be stuck or we'd have to pay full price. And so we were like, every time the owner would walk by and he's like, it's good, right? We were like, yeah, it's good. But we wanted to make sure that we didn't hype it up too much because we were so scared. We were so scared. So we get, we get through the appetizer and we have this other huge platter with four pieces of pita and cooked zucchini on top with a little bit of cheese melted on top. And we're like, okay, this looks good. This is, this is a good filling meal that we didn't even really necessarily need to eat. And so we start eating this and we kind of get through. I give the rest of mine to Michael because I was not hungry at all. And we, we kind of like mostly clear the place and we think that we're good. And it's at this time where Jeremy's like, I need to use the bathroom again. So he goes to this back bathroom this time huge bathroom. He comes back with a report. He's like, guys, there's a hole in the covering that's covering the window. But other than that, it's really nice and big, but I prefer the cozy bathroom in the front. And we're like, okay. So then I'm like, you know what? I have to go to the bathroom. I want to see this bathroom. So I go back there. I go to the big one. I shut the door. I lock it. I go to the bathroom and I wash my hands and I notice the holes in the covering over the window as well. And I'm like, okay, so somebody could literally just peek their head through, their eye through, and they could see everything. But I'm like, you know what? That's the least of our worries right now. So I wash my hands, and I look for the paper towels, and there's none. But on the soap this there's this roll of toilet paper covered in cobwebs and bugs. And I'm like, I'm gonna assume that nobody has used that to wipe their hands off with, so I'm not going to be doing that either. I turn around, and there's a pile of napkins. Like, there's, like, 40 napkins on this table. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's what we're using. So I finish, and then I get ready to go. I grab the door handle. I go to pull it, and the door won't open. It won't open. So I start, I start literally, I start crying. Because I'm like, okay, first off, I'm stuck. Like, I I can't get out of the bathroom. I can't even get out of the restaurant. But now I'm stuck in an even smaller part of the restaurant, and I'm just stuck. I'm never leaving. So I'm just pulling at the door, I'm, jer- I'm jerking the handle, I'm trying to get it open, and unbeknownst to me, the other side of the door, everyone could see the handle moving, because every time I moved the handle on my side, the handle on the other side would also move, because I guess they were connected, which I did not know. So I'm crying, I'm having a breakdown, I'm like, I'm never leaving this place, I can't even get out of this bathroom, and I finally, finally get the door open. I don't even know how I got the door open, because I still don't understand how. It got out, so um, so I finally get out. I open the door, and I look right ahead of me and Michael 's sitting at our table, laughing, laughing at me i 'm standing there with tears in my eyes because I thought I was stuck in a bathroom, and I was never going to get out of here, and we 're already stuck in a Greek restaurant that 's part of the mafia, and we 've already offended them, and they probably hate us and i 'm standing there with tears in my eyes, and he 's just laughing he 's dying. So then, of course, I start laughing because trauma response. I just start laughing. And I'm like, oh, I was stuck in the bathroom. I couldn't get out. That was so was scary. And it, it, was, it was funny, but it was also very traumatizing. So anyway, past that, um, I forgot to mention this one. This is the one key part. The restaurant was open Friday and Saturday only. This is when I was checking the the restaurant information before we even got there. The restaurant was open Friday and Saturday from... 6 30 p.m to 9 o'clock p.m which i thought which we all thought was kind of weird but we're like okay well it's family owned they probably have other things to do with their lives so we didn't think much of it so we got there right when they opened at like 6 30. we got sat we ate our appetizer and our entree and it was around 7 30 and we were like okay so we'll probably we're probably gonna get ready to go now because um we were like they're probably not bringing out any more food and quite frankly we didn't want any more food So we're sitting there, we're chilling, and Nylea, she's just talking to us. She's going off about, like, a bunch of stuff, and she just happens to, like, bump the waiter behind us, and she starts apologizing over and over. She's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, and he's like, why are you apologizing? And she's like, I bumped you, and this is the waiter bringing us out our enches that we thought already came in the two big plates that we got no he was that was our appetizer he's bringing our entree now so she's bumped into him and she's apologizing and apologizing and he's like why are you apologizing she's like i bumped you and he's like you did not bump me you bumped the plate apologize to the plate she grabs the plate and goes i'm sorry plate and we just look at her and we're like what and she's like i just apologized to a plate we, we were so traumatized, <laughs> She's she's just trying to get over the fact that she just apologized to a plate, while also processing the fact that we have another plate of food to eat. Each of us now has our own plate, full of food, that we get to eat now. So we're freaking out. We're like, we are stuffed, and we have more food we have to eat. And at this point, we've realized, you know what, this is probably entree, and we still haven't gotten to dessert. So we're like, oh my word, this is insane. And so, we're we're kind of just at the point. We're giggling. We're laughing. We're tears in our eyes. Trauma responses. We're freaking out. The mafia guy is still in the courtyard, and we are sitting in front of another giant plate of food that we have to eat. So naturally, we start eating. We start eating more. And, um, we're eating. Sorry, I'm getting out of breath. There's so many details to this story. So, we're eating. And then in between bites, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start writing my review because the guy was like, I'm going to check your reviews before you leave. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have my review ready to post for when we leave. So I start typing out my review. I start writing a glowing, glowing review that was honest. If I didn't like the food, I would have written that it wasn't good, but I liked the food. So I start writing a glowing review and then everybody else starts writing their reviews too. And so we're doing this and... Me and Nylea, of course, we finished first, and Michael and Jeremy are still writing theirs, and then they kind of finish up a little bit, and Jeremy hands his phone to Nylea, and he's like, here, I want you to proofread this. So she starts reading it, and she starts going like, oh, I'm just going to rewrite some of this or whatever. Right as the waiter comes over, and she looks at him, and um, he's like, is everything okay or whatever? She looks at him, and she's like, oh, the food is great. I just don't like his review, so I'm rewriting it. And the waiter looks at Jeremy, and he just bolts. Like, the waiter just bolts. We start laughing, but Jeremy's face is terrified. It's filled with horror. Like, why would you say that? So he's freaking out, because now he's like, oh, my word, the waiter's going to tell everybody. He's going to tell the mafia. They're going to come and get us. They don't like our reviews. Blah, 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 blah. So we're freaking out. He's freaking out. So... We're eating our food. We've gotten our reviews mostly done. We're eating our food and we start getting full and we're like, you know what? We cannot finish all this food. So we start rearranging the food on our plate to make it look like we've eaten more than we have. We start transferring some of our food to the appetizer plates to make it look like all of the plates are like equally eaten off of. And we're, just, we're trying to be so, so me- methodical about this because we didn't want to offend anybody, we didn't want them to hate us anymore, (laughs) and so we're making, we're doing all of this, we've gotten all our food very methodically placed, when one of the, um, one of the waitresses is starting to hand out to go boxes, and we're like, oh, thank goodness, so we get one to go box, in hindsight, we probably should have gotten more, but we get one to go box, and we just dump everything, every single speck of food on that table, we dumped into that box, and we, we closed it up, and we're like, all right, guys, we're good. We're good. The food is gone. So we're feeling good. We're still wondering if our juice has spiked because we've all drank in a pretty, pretty good amount. And we're just kind of very giggly, bubbly. We're also freaking out. Again, trauma responses. <laughs> we're freaking out. And so we're just sitting there trying to, like, figure out exactly what we're doing. And the owner comes over to our table. And we're like, oh, boy. We thought he was just going to be like, how's the food? The food's good. No, he comes and he sits right next to Michael. And he starts telling us, he's like, so we're going to have a plate smashing. And we're like, what? What? Apparently, I think it was the Nylea that had already heard something about a plate smashing when we walked in the door. But we're like, what? We're smashing plates. We're not done. It's like, it is literally like 830 30. Now, by now, we've realized that the reason the restaurants open from six thirty to nine is not for many people to come in at any given time. It's just for anybody. It's just for the reservations to come in at six thirty and stay till nine. So, we've come to terms with this. We're like, you know, what? we're not getting cookie dough. This is going to be our night. This is our night right here. So he comes over and he's like, when we do the plate smashing, you video and you post on your Facebook, keeping in mind this guy's older, he doesn't completely understand social media, so he starts going off about how Facebook, he's using some very, very um, uh, dirty, dirty language, and um, it's okay, because he's very worked up, we completely understood, and he's going off about how Facebook has has flagged his videos for community guidelines, and he's like, I don't understand why they do that! Like the videos aren't even that bad. I know it's not like I'm forcing people to smash the plates. We like to smash the plates. It's a celebration. It's like a grand finale. And we're like, yeah. And Michael, he's the first one that picked up on this whole vent. And so he's like empathizing. He's like, Yeah, yeah, that's so messed up. Like that's totally wrong. And then we start understanding and we're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. And um So He starts explaining all of this. And while he's going off about this, our waiter brings us rich, rich chocolate cake. It's a slice each. And we look down and we're like, oh my goodness, more, more food. And of all the food it could have been, it was chocolate cake, which is like so rich, so filling. We're like, oh boy. So he's going off. He's like, I want you to record. I want all of you to record and post on your Facebooks. I want these to go out. I want you to tag Opa, blah, 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 blah. blah. And we're like, okay, yeah, we can totally do that. So he's like, okay, good. Thank you. And he walks away. And we look down at the cake, and we're like, we need to eat the cake. So we start eating the cake. Again, we are not hungry. We are not hungry at this point. We are not, like, stuffed to the point of feeling sick, but we are just, we are comfortable. We are not hungry anymore. So regardless, we start eating the cake, and this is when Jeremy goes, would it be bad if I put the chocolate cake in with all the food in the to-go box? And we're like, you know what? Honestly, no, but we eat it. We eat it. And by we, I mean I gave most of my cake to Michael and he ate it for me. So if anyone walked out of that restaurant and stopped, it was definitely my boyfriend. But regardless, we do that. We do that. We get it all done. So then I think um, we use the restroom one more time. We sit back down. And we're like, all right, it's almost over. It's almost over. And meanwhile, we're also thinking, this is like the best experience. This is the best night that we've had. It was one of the most traumatic, embarrassing, intense nights that we've had ever but we're all looking at each other and i'm just thinking why was i anxious about meeting these people why was i anxious about hanging out tonight like this has been the best icebreaker of my life this has been the best thing in my life like it was insane man and so we're 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 finishing our cake we're we're getting ready to get our things together and the owner brings out these plates and by plates i mean every single plate in the entire restaurant this is why they're only open two nights because Every single night, they break every single plate in the restaurant. Every last plate because we thought, oh, we each get to break a plate and then we go home. Yeah, no, we probably each broke like 10 plates. There were so many plates that we were breaking. So he hands out the plates and this girl comes over and she just takes my phone and I'm like, oh, okay. That's fine. Definitely not the worst thing that's happened this night. Like, it was just kind of like everything was starting to just kind of make sense in its own Greek restaurant mafia style way. So I'm just, I'm not even concerned that my phone is in someone else's hands right now. I'm just like, we just need to smash these plates. So he's like, okay, I count to three, we yell "opa" and we smash the plates on the ground. And we're just smashing the plates in the middle of the restaurant floor. Middle of the restaurant floor where, like, a bunch of people walk and stuff. And we're like, okay, this is interesting, but we're going to vibe with it. We're going to vibe with it. So he's like, okay, one, two, three. And we yell, Opa! And we smash the plates on the ground and glass shatters everywhere. And this is where we start, like, things just start letting loose. All of that tension, all of that trauma, all of that fear and scaredness and all of that just kind of goes away because we're, we're starting to laugh now. We're starting to love the moment. We're starting to feel a little more like less stressed out about everything. And we're just yelling and smashing plates and videoing and screaming and laughing together with all the other customers that were there too, with all the staff, with the people. We felt like a giant family. This is where it felt like a whole family all together. We felt so connected and we were like, this is the best thing we have ever done in our lives. Like top five. When I say it was top five, it was top five. Because this was so fun. This was the moment where we were videoing. We were laughing together. We were giggling. We were having so much fun. And he just keeps bringing out more and more plates. More and more. After we've broken the glass ones, he brings out the ceramic plates. He brings out all of these plates, and we just keep going. We're one, two, three, oh, and We're smashing the plates on the ground everywhere we go. And it is so fun. This is a night that we will literally never forget. So at the end of it, me, Michael, uh...
1: Uh, Naylia and Jeremy,
0: we all grab some plate shards, and to keep some some of the ceramic ones, not the glass ones. But we grab some because we're like we want to remember this night forever. So we get, we each get like a souvenir, and we finish doing that. I've gotten my phone back, and now I'm like, guys, we need to get a group picture together because like we have to remember this night. So we go into the courtyard and we take a group picture right next to the mafia boss, right next to the mafia guy we're not even phased anymore. We're just like, this is fun. This is great, guys. This has been the best night ever. So we finished writing our reviews, and we've attached some pictures, some videos. We're rating it five stars. We're like, this is great. And we go over, we pay the guy. We assure him, like, thank you so much. We'll be telling everyone about this experience. We loved it so much. You were the best place ever. And we have never been so happy, leave someone somewhere in our lives though as soon as we get outside we're like guys we survived we made it it's nine o'clock we've been in there for two and a half hours we are loving it but we get outside and we're like oh my word it's like where you finally get to breathe and it was like guys we did it so i just want to go i just want to start by saying this was not a bad experience it was an experience of a lifetime for 15 dollars a person and we would do it again in a heartbeat michael and i on our way home we were like you know what When we genuinely aren't broke college students and we actually have the money, we should come back here with them again someday years from now and go through this again because this was so fun. And yeah, for sure. It was an icebreaker because it was our first time hanging out together and it was the best icebreaker ever. It was such an experience. And I just want to kind of end the story with um, we say goodbye to Nylea and Jeremy. We get ready to go. We get in the car. We start driving. We've got this to go food. Michael sets it up on the dash to get ready and whatever. I start driving and the food spills all over the car. It falls straight off the dash, all over the car. And we're like, we just started laughing. It wasn't even, we weren't even concerned about it. We just started dying. Michael's like, no, the tomatoes. And I'm like, no, my car. But we just start laughing. I send a video to Nylea, they start laughing too. And it's just like of all the things that could have ended this this night, it was the food falling onto the floor of the car. This was the best night ever. Oh, and I didn't mention the music. The music playing the entire night was so fitting. When we were trying to bolt, when we got up and we were getting ready to leave the restaurant, it was like, like the music was so fitting. Michael took a picture of the playlist because he was like, this is great. So I just want to start out by saying, Opa, downtown, 10 out of 10 recommend this place. Totally worth the visit. Totally worth the money. The people are great. The experience is amazing. Definitely go a little more informed than we did. But it was the best place ever. We loved it so much. So I guess I just want to finish this off by saying everything truly happens for a reason. And I know that that's kind of stupid. Like, everyone says that. Everyone kind of is like, oh, hey, if something doesn't go right, it just happens for a reason. There's a reason for everything. But this is, this, there is truly a reason for this story. We had completely, completely different plans for this night. Completely different. And it did, the total, it did a total 180. And we ended up sitting in a Greek authentic family owned restaurant for two and a half hours, scared that we were going to die from the Mafia or be spiked and get drunk. So many things happened. But everything happened for a reason. We got so much closer to Nylee and Jeremy. We had so much fun together. And now we want to do more things together, maybe maybe a little less intense than what we went through on Saturday night. but it got us so much closer. Something like that, that experience got us so much closer together. And I just wanna encourage you, if you, are in, if you are going through something in your life right now that doesn't seem to have a point, that doesn't seem to have an end game, where you're like, I don't understand why I'm experiencing this right now. I don't understand why this is happening to me. I don't understand why my grades are this bad. I don't understand why I can't do this, why I can't do that. It's happening for a reason. You just need to breathe and let it. Let it happen. Because I promise, you may not be stuck in a Greek restaurant being held up by the mafia and worrying about drinking spiked juice like we were, but you can be sitting down worrying about a bunch of problems and just understand, please, please understand that it's happening for a reason. And there are outlets you can talk to people too. I'm here, you have parents, friends, family, anybody, you have outlets, reach out, talk to them. We've got your back. And I think I'm going to end that here because that's the story, guys. That is the Great great Greek Mafia Restaurant Adventure. Highly recommend that place. 10 out of 10. We loved it. Loved the experience. Everything happens for a reason, guys. And I hope that you guys have a great rest of the week. I can't wait for next week's episode. We might drop another one this week. We'll see. But I hope you guys have a great week. And... You're doing amazing. You're special. And thank you for listening to the third episode of the Yellow Podcast. You guys are great. but anyway, guys. Bye.